Hello and welcome to Newman's Thoughts, a multimedia reading project from the Newman Institute for Catholic Thought and Culture to promote the thoughts and ideas of our patron saint, John Henry Newman. I'm Patrick Callahan, director of the Newman Institute. Today is day 23 and I'm reading section one of Discourse 3 to St. John Henry Newman's The Eddy of University. I'm using the Clooney Media Edition of The Eddy of University. You can follow along with this or any other edition or even online via our daily email. St. John Henry Newman, The Idea of a University, Discourse 3, Bearing of Theology on Other Branches of Knowledge, Section 1. When men of great intellect, who have long and intently and exclusively given themselves to the study or investigation of some one particular branch of secular knowledge, whose mental life is concentrated and hidden in their chosen pursuit, and who have neither eyes nor ears for anything which does not immediately bear upon it, when such men are at length made to realize that there is a clamor all around them, which must be heard, for what they have been so little accustomed to place in the category of knowledge as religion, and that they themselves are accused of disaffection to it, they are impatient at the interruption, they call the demand tyrannical, and the requisitionists bigots or fanatics. They are tempted to say that their only wish is to be let alone. For themselves they are not dreaming of offending anyone, or interfering with anyone, they are pursuing their own particular line, they have never spoken a word against anyone's religion, whoever he may be, and never mean to do so. It does not follow that they deny the existence of a god, because they are not found talking of it, when the topic would be utterly irrelevant. All they say is that there are other beings in the world besides the supreme being, their business is with them. After all, creation is not the creator, nor things secular religious. Theology and human science are two things, not one and have their respective provinces, contiguous it may be, and cognate to each other, but not identical. When we are contemplating earth, we are not contemplating heaven, and when we are contemplating heaven, we are not contemplating earth. Separate subjects should be treated separately. As division of labor, so division of thought is the only means of successful application. Let us go our own way, they say, and you go yours. We do not pretend to lecture on theology, and you have no claim to pronounce upon science. With this feeling, they attempt a sort of compromise between their opponents who claim for theology a free introduction into the schools of science, and themselves who would exclude it altogether. And it is this, namely, that it should remain indeed excluded from the public schools, but that it should be permitted in private, wherever a sufficient number of persons is found to desire it. Such persons, they seem to say, may have it all their own way, when they are by themselves, so that they do not attempt to disturb a comprehensive system of instruction, acceptable and useful to all, by the intrusion of opinions peculiar to their own minds. I am now going to attempt a philosophical answer to this representation, that is, to the project of teaching secular knowledge in the university lecture room, and remanding religious knowledge to the parish priest, the catechism, and the parlor. And in doing so, you must pardon me, gentlemen, if my subject should oblige me to pursue a lengthy and careful course of thought, which may be wearisome to the hearer. I begin then thus. Thanks for listening to Newman's Thoughts. To discover more about today's reading or to download this season's reading guide, visit newmansthoughts.com. This has been a production of the Newman Institute for Catholic Thought and Culture, an apostolate of the Diocese of Lincoln in partnership with St. Gregory the Great Seminary and the UNL Newman Center, St. Thomas Aquinas Church.